Listen here. Hurry up. Get over to mindpumpmedia.com. We got all kinds of cool shit going on. What do we got? We... <laughs> Bro, you had to look like you were going to go. I know. I was. Listen, let's just start talking about shooting shit listen, out of a cannon. Again. Listen, let's just let's just talk about it. Let's uh, just do one. We talk about it. Those are boring. When we do that. Let's oh. just do it. I we, like where you're going. Do it again. We need some monster truck excitement. We need to get people so fired up. They need to go down to manpointmedia.com and go check it listen, out. Listen, people want to know about our programs. Listen, just talk about. How about it. you? People want to shoot shit out of a cannon. They want excitement. It's a fact. You it's guys, a scientific fact. You guys, blowing stuff up and getting. <laughs> Free shirts. Woo! No, no. You know, it's a commercial. They don't want to hear some nerdy guy talk the whole time. Listen, Maps Anabolic, the foundation. Math Performance works on multiplanar performance. The ancient athlete. Maps Aesthetics sculpt the perfect physique. All three available. Put together in order nine months of programming. Nine months of personal Show training, pretty ass. much. God damn it, you guys. They just want to hear the program. No, no, no. no. Mindpumpmedia.com, the super booty. You got to tell them about the hats, you moron. Yeah, we have hats on there. We have apparel all on sale. Mindpumpmedia.com. Explosions. Get it. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. How about that Game of Thrones fucking finale? I don't, finale. I don't watch that shit. You're an idiot. Why? Don't, huh? Don't ruin what? it. Don't ruin it, dude. I haven't seen it yet. Why would you? Why would you talk like six about episodes it? behind? It's amazing. About Game of Thrones. Yeah, isn't that when you and your buddies go eat uh, really bad Mexican food and then there's only one bathroom? Game of Thrones. That was an awful. That joke. was the hey, worst. That was yet. awful. Hey, oh, that was. Uh, I hey. hope we recorded that. So I'm, I'm giving that. you a courtesy laugh on that. No, one. I hope we have. I hope that's recorded because we are definitely going to play that joke right there. It's fucking hey, that was bad right there. Uh, <laughs> I do appreciate the attempt to get us out of a uh, funk though. Yeah, that was good. No, how you know it's. Uh, I don't even know why we're in, why we're in such a funk. We have this. We're so super critical of ourselves. But you know what? They'll talk about uh, humanizing us and. And sharing with our audience that, you know, we, we just had it. We just did another seminar, and every time we do these seminars, we come back, and because it doesn't have this explosive, dynamic feel to it like our the show does, and the chemistry, although we all have it, uh, when we get in front of an audience where we have to be somewhat censored and filtered a little bit, all of a sudden uh, everybody is not themselves, you know. Yeah. And, and then we come back, my nuts go up into my stomach. Well, and, and I, we're fine, but I feel like uh, we're we're so critical of ourselves. You know, everybody comes out afterwards and goes, "Terrible, fuck that. We don't want to do that. Fuck that." It's just like, <laughs> "Whoa, dude, hold on one second here." Like, there was one time when we started podcasting and we got on and we were pretty fucking terrible too. And people, I thought we were awesome at the time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's the difference. Yeah. After I was done, I'm like. I'm perfect. <laughs> Listening yeah. to it now, I'm like, wow. Yeah. No, you know what, dude? I'm telling you right now. We were talking about this. It takes practice. Here's the deal. We've done. I've. I personally have done probably a hundred seminars, but they're seminars. I've never done this in front of people, so it's just different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's very, very different. Well, I think it's because you put the pressure on yourself to be funny, and that because it because it is like that, right? The podcast it has a lot of humor to it, so people enjoy the humor. And just like you, I've done all these seminars my whole life, and they're always like educational. It's always, yeah. you know, facts and science, and it's not like I don't get up. I've never like entertained people. I don't right. get up on stage. I've never been on stage to entertain. Well, and for before. the most part, the audience doesn't come out with like super humorous stuff to really like prime it and get it all like in that. Well, sort the of audience like, is. It's not like up shy. to them. Well, it's not up to them. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, so that's 
you know that that's where I think uh, there was the, the interaction old, can change and, and it can create a whole new thing. Well, there's that old technique where you picture uh, like I was picturing Justin naked, Ooh. but that didn't make me uh, funny. No, it, I think next just, time I just gave horny. you a boner. Yeah, next yeah. time I think I'm just gonna come naked. I think that's the idea. I think, <laughs> I think I'm show up that way. Yeah. Yeah, I think that'll loosen everybody up. A we tiny should do bit. that and do jumping jacks and be like, hey, "Everybody, let's do this." Such an awful visual. Slap, slap, slap. Do it, do it in the dark. Yeah. Hey, you're taking off. <laughs> Are you taking off soon? Where are you heading off to? I am. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to uh, the lake, Lake Almanor, up up north. Yeah, no, I know. I'm very familiar. Yeah. What do you do up there? I'm gonna teach my my sons how to fish. What do you? Oh, really? What kind of fish? Are you they going there? all the way up there to fish? Well, a little bit. Well, there's other shit. I'm sure you're gonna go yeah, camping. Yeah, yeah. There's also. there's can't. Well, yeah, we're staying at this this place actually. Normally, I, I camp there, but we're actually we got a place and uh, we're gonna have a boat. And so some days we'll we'll do some wakeboard and stuff like that. And then uh, I'm really I'm really excited just about like teaching teaching the boys like uh, fishing and like how to you know put the hooks on and are you gonna go like legit out on a little boat you're gonna go on a little boat and shit no i'm I'm actually going to i'm doing like stream fishing with them oh yeah that's i used to do fly fishing i, I was really into it back what kind of fish kid. do you catch up there where you're going trout okay yeah rainbow trout mm. so what's the nutrition on rainbow trout does anybody know the macros yeah nutrition oh uh, it's it's so probably it, the last not, thing I think of. It's not a fatty fish, is it? Well, it's not as fatty as salmon, mm, not, yeah. but it's I, not as lean as tilapia. So it's a fresh, it's, it's a freshwater fish. It's fresh, yeah. It's freshwater yeah. fish. Yeah. Okay, but it would fall. It tastes great, like immediately after you catch it. Yeah. yeah. How do you prepare it, Justin? And, you know, a little bit of breaded uh, butter. You know, I forget it. Damn, that's like, delicious. Yeah, it was like a pan sear kind that's of thing. delicious. Yeah. So every time I go out into nature, for whatever reason, I get hammered. I feel like that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> really? Well, there's always that. Yeah. I, I, at night, every, if I'm camping and I'm, it's uh, a nighttime. S'mores and getting hammered. It's like we're gonna get smashed uh, every help, time. It helps with <laughs> sleeping, you know, because you're in, in a in a tent. So yeah. It's you nice don't want like, in case a bear decides to eat you in the middle of the night. You know, at least you're like in a good mood. Did I tell the story of the fucking bear? The whole thing when I went up to uh, Yosemite. Did I tell that on the I, podcast? I believe you did. I did, didn't I? I did. I did. Shit. Your first experience with a, a a black bear? No, not when I got chased, but when I brought the bear spray. Did I tell you about that? I did. I don't know about the bear spray. Bear spray? I just remember you running away from one. Yeah. <laughs> no, man. I went to I went to up to uh what is it? Yosemite. Is it Yosemite that's nearby? Yeah. That's the one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And everybody's like, Oh, there's bears and this and that. You got bears around there. So I said, Okay, I don't know. I'm bears like they freak me out, especially I have my kids there. So I bought bear spray. Which comes in a big ass like hairspray can. I didn't right? even know there was bear spray. <laughs> it's basically this is just like bear piss. So suckered him into that one, right? No, it's sell it's, the city folks some bear spray. It's fucking <laughs> aerosol that they just put in some of that uh, that net spray hairspray for chicks. Hair just, full of chemicals and piss. Yeah. No, I'm. I know it's legit, and this is why. So I carry this fucking thing with me the whole time we're there. We take the little shuttle bus to go to one of the you know the, the scenic areas. We're coming back. It's crowded. I get off the shuttle bus, and the freaking can falls out of its holster or whatever, and it hits the ground, and I hear, Psst. Oh, no. And I look down, and the fucking thing is it punctured somehow. <laughs> so my dad is so fucking... He's so fast, man. He grabs a newspaper and covers it, but some of it had already, like, misted into the air, but it was windy. So I hear coughing and choking, like, whoa, whoa. I look across the street, bro. It blew the... The bear spray cloud across the street, and there's like there's like three people 
like spitting and puking and like what? Yeah, dude, it was me. I did that. What is in it? It's it's like pepper spray. You created a puke cloud. But they were like, oh my god, what is it? And they're like screaming. And my dad like picked up the can with a newspaper, threw in the garbage, and we're like, we kept walking. He's like, shut up, keep going. (laughs) Were you little? How old were you? Dude, this was like three, four years ago, five years ago. Oh, yeah, God. yeah, bro. Dude. It was like, and it sucked you because dick. it was like, a, it was like a couple, like a mom and dad, and like they're like fourteen-year-old kid, and they they must have been like, oh my God, it's a terrorist attack. Like, what's going on? Imagine oh, if you're, you're walking all of a sudden, like this mist of shit that makes yeah. mucus come out of your face, and because that's what it was. Like they were sp- melting, they were spitting, and I was watching like for two seconds that like they were like just it must shit. be like pepper spray it must be like pepper yeah. and steroids steroids so strong huh? dude for, i was if it's, for, if it's, it's like a bear in pepper spray like you together. get you get the, the regular pepper spray for humans i would think that the bear spray has to be like <laughs> twice as crazy so embarrassing right i'm so yeah. glad i didn't bring my gun Doug, you gotta google that i want yeah. i'm interested to see what's, yeah. what's inside whoopsie spray i shot yeah. someone where did yeah. you get where do you buy that at bear spray yeah at the what was that 7-eleven no yeah i wish what is that uh rei i will have a pack of marble Marble Reds yeah. and um, some Big Lee Chew, and I'll take some of that pepper spray yeah, no, for bears. Yeah, yeah no, no, bears. over at REI. REI sells it. Oh, yeah, REI has everything. Right? Yeah, dude. And I had a holster for it, man. I was prepared for the bears, dude. <laughs> dude. I was, dude, that night, the night before, we slept at, uh, what is that, Curry Village? You guys know which, where that is over mm-hmm. there? I do. It's like the tents that are like kind of oh, yeah, tents, yeah. but they're kind of not. Mm-hmm. And um, that night, me and, you know, some, some people that came with us got. Like we just got baked on some really strong sativa, and sativa sometimes has a tendency You're to cause paranoia. Hippie. So I'm in the tent, and it's like you hear every noise and shit, and I'm just thinking there's bears gonna, you know, <laughs> dude. I had a horrible night. <laughs> I'm not made for nature. Yeah, you know it, what I mean? it was really like some guy just snoring. Yeah, I'm not made for that shit. It's, yeah. a, little, it's a little scary. I love nature, man. You do you really? Yeah. Do you do yeah, legit I camping? Love it. Do you do like real camping though, Hell not car yeah. camping? No, 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 no. Please, dude. I, I really. I've slept in a sleeping bag and nothing else before, too. What do you eat when that. you're out there? Uh, well, I mean, now it's totally different because I got kids and, like, you know, everything's all about being comfortable. Yeah, but when you go on your own or when you went with your whatever, your friends, Oh, whatever, dude, I would just eat, what do you like, eat? they call it, like, gorp. You know, it's, like, this whole, like, trail mix with all this, like, plethora of, of nuts and, and, and like... Uh, uh, like berries and all this, like, and then you shit. poop and you just dig a hole. You just dig a take hole. Take a shit in the ground. Yeah, yeah. You bring your trowel. <laughs> really? Take a shit. You wipe with leaves. You know what, dude? We should do bro. a mind pump camping. Yeah. What do you mean, Adam? Why are you shaking your head like? No that? way, bro. You guys Why? are too. You guys Mike, are too girly for that. So you, I think I'm. A, I think I'd be more please, down than he would. Dude. You hundred percent would. You guys wouldn't even last. I've talked about you two being just like yeah. my. So my two childhood best friends are just like you two knuckleheads. Bro. And just like just like them, I never Let's go, go back. They go on these trips all the time. They just got so the last, they just went there like I don't know a couple months ago. They went up to Yosemite, and there's three of them, right? They brought uh, another one of our buddies, and the deal was one of the guy really likes to fish, and so he was, re- and the other guy is like, dude, I caught all my own food. That's I've done all that. So these guys go up there, yeah. and they literally go with no food, and yeah. you're going there for three days, and you have to live off the land. Yeah. So they, Survivor they backpack. Me and Adam would do a three day fast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we right. come back That's shredded. nothing, dude. Yeah. That's nothing. That's That's they, they do that. For, they do that, and they find that super fun to hike back for fucking fifty miles and out of nowhere, <laughs> and then find their food to eat. Dude, I didn't tell you guys. Yeah, uh, before football camp. So this is before like Hell Week, Double Days, all that stuff in college. Uh, some of the guys that I, I played with, we all went on this like canoeing trip. And so this is in Minnesota. And it's like at this place where you, you get to like 
take a canoe with you and all you have is like some powdered foods to cook whatever you catch with. And so we're, we're carrying all this shit with us. And then you'd have to, you'd, you'd go on the lake. You could actually drink water from the lake because it was like so untouched and all that kind of stuff. And so we would like carry the canoe in between lakes. There was like 30 lakes and we were just like trucking through all these and you'd have to paddle. Uh, the last night we were there, there was uh, this huge moose. And so we were tripping out, like watching this thing it was like a fucking dinosaur. It was so big, dude. <laughs> it was like looking right at us. And uh, all of a sudden, like there was this storm that came out of nowhere and just started like hailing on us and shit. And then like, I swear to God, the winds picked up so much that we had these huge waves and I'm like, I'm trying to like paddle as hard as I can to get to shore. Just purely exhausted. Well, we haven't caught anything. And, uh, dude, it was gnarly. It was like the most gnarly trip I've ever seen. Bro, you, you totally, totally not fun to yeah. just You totally, we, whatever chances we had at, sell, <laughs> at closing Adam on doing camping, you destroyed. <laughs> I'm just story. saying that, like, you know, I can handle I, it. My, like I said, my two best friends, this is this is what they do all the time. So I, and I do have no desire to go. I always tell them, <laughs> what if we went, what if I, we, when I go camping, so we go camping every year. Dude, you guys will earn your, your man card with me. I already did all that Let's shit. Let's do that. That's my, that's the way I look at it. Like, I've already done all that <laughs> stuff. So I have nothing. Dude, if to, you do that, I'll paint my toenails. Nothing to prove anything. Oh, How about that? And oh, I and oh, I've, that's huh? a good one. So huh? first of all, I've I've already figured out that I cannot. I I, I have to shower before I go to bed. So I have to go to, I have to shower before I go to bed. I don't like going to bed sticky and feeling all nasty. So if I don't have a place where I can shower right away, that's already a fucking Me not and happening. Justin will you shower can, you. You can dunk your nuts in the lake, bro. I also it's don't fine. like being hot. So if we yeah. do camp, it has to be in the time where it's fucking cool. I have a double air mattress that I bring with my <laughs> right. my, my, like my Beverly Hills. with my thousand thread sheets that uh, I bring that I that I most camping. certainly bring when I go camping. So when I camp I've got a fucking king size air mattress <laughs> right. and the, cosmetic mirror. I got an idea. Yeah, I got an idea. I'm just I got a I got a nice break or a hotel room or I'll be at the hotel room right up the road. <laughs> I got some bro I can do that too. I'm yeah. just saying like I can rough it. It's all good. I want to do it. I want to do what Justin did not in the canoe and that crazy shit but you know somewhere in the middle but what if we did this what if we got one of those rvs we got one of those cruise america rvs and we did a fucking little trip in that dude would you do that you do that right yeah now? i would do that Plus i'm down go, for that yeah we can always park in a really fancy hotel anyway so it's not a big deal <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, down a roadie with you guys and that and just park yeah. oh look there's the there's the Hilton yeah, pulling yeah. right there. Yeah, <laughs> it's all. Let me get a room real quick or, while yeah. you guys stay down here and sleep know. on I want, your twins. I want to go camping. I'm gonna hunt too. Yeah, I'm down to hunt. Well, that's it, man. Like you guys sound like a bunch of fucking seven year olds right now, dude. Yeah, what? Man. Yeah, it's all the stuff you do when you're a kid anymore. What, hunting? You, yeah, have you not done all that stuff yet? I've never gone hunting. Really? No, I've never gone. What about hunting. camp? You camped though, right? I've camped, but uh, it's always been car camping. Like I've never done like backpacking. Wow. Okay. In my life, but why well, you've gone hunting? Yeah, I've done all that stuff. What actually. have you hunted? I've hunted deer. Really? No. Does I'm it terrible you... at it. Why? It's just one of those things where you sit and wait, you wait, wait, wait forever. Yeah, I just yeah. I'm not, it's just like fishing. That's why I don't like fishing very often. You know, I what I have not done. You're is... not drinking. That's why I need to drink. <laughs> yeah, I don't think hunting Dude, you just and drinking chill, is a good man. idea. Oh, really? That's uh, a, yeah. They don't let that happen, huh? Yeah, I don't think that's a, fishing and drinking is, a, is okay. Is okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm going fishing this weekend, so I'll be out. I'll be. Oh, deep... You're going fishing too? Yeah, I'm going fishing this oh, weekend. Nice. I'll be. Out, I'll, we'll be out DC fishing out in San Diego. Uh, this I've weekend. never fished either. So deep sea fishing, I enjoy. It's a little more I'll active, uh, and it's a little more fun. 
regular fishing though. Yeah, but like you, you haven't fly fished. Have That's you? the only one I haven't yeah. done. So I've you'd I've, love it. Yeah, it's stream fish, deep sea fish, yeah. done lake fishing, done all this shit like that. Um, but I have not fly fished. My buddy's getting into fly fishing right now. I could see myself getting into that a little bit because there is a, a technique and a skill to it. I think I could. Oh, very, yeah, very skillful. Yeah, I think I could get into that. It's just, it's not my thing. It's not my thing right now. I shouldn't, I shouldn't knock on it because I'm sure there's a lot of listeners that love to yeah, fish. Yeah, we're all old and stuff. Yeah, you I might want to do right that. now. Why I still feel physically capable of doing things that are like a little more active than sitting in a lawn chair and yeah, but it like gets you away from electronics and all that bullshit. Yeah, well, like it's like you're down there. Like there's no distractions. Like it's this zen state you get in. Like it's it's like this whole the cast and pull like. Dude, it's sick. So you, you just got to get into it. So you want to hear something I've been looking into? Mm. I haven't even told you guys. You, have you guys heard of these uh, silent meditation retreats? Have you heard of these before? Where you, silent? Yeah, <laughs> where you go like, they have that over in... Uh, where, what happens area. if you fart? Huh? No, they're just... You're, you just... They <laughs> Do you get excommunicated? J- Justin's like, I can't go. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I can't be... I just, I'm out. Yeah. They just have rules where you're not yeah. supposed to talk to each you other. You can't later. talk yeah. and you meditate all day. Katrina goes to those all the time. Does she really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah they, she's been trying. to Doesn't get that sound in. horrible? Yeah, it, it does. does. That's they, why I want to do it. They say it's extremely. That's peaceful. why I want to do it. It sounds super, super challenging. Could you imagine me not talking for longer than ten oh minutes? God. Yeah, Dude. especially with all of us together. What if I died? Do what if that's how I, I'm alive? Yeah, probably. You know what I mean? Probably. I would. I would want to do it though. I feel like I don't know if I'd challenge. want to be on the podcast after that when you come back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just feel yeah. like it would be a, a major uh, challenge, and I want to do something like that. We need to do something, dude. We, the four of us, need to do something challenging. You know what I'm saying? How about our work? Huh? How about our work? <laughs> That's we love that. It's not challenging. We love that shit. <laughs> Let's go cliff jumping. Plenty challenging, no, and scary. we have plenty of it. Oh, so that's that's scary. I did that about, too on that knocking. same canoeing trip. <laughs> cliff jumping. Listen, man, when you're in a bad mood, fuck. <laughs> I know, right? You can't convince him out you of it. You just can't. Right? No, he's it's not like, even. I'm not in a yeah, bad mood. Yeah, you are, dude. Oh, yeah, you are. get out of here. Get out of here. No, <laughs> just because I don't want to camp, dude. I don't like camping. No, but I, you know, I said let's do Bro. something cool. Well, no, it you could have said yeah, but so, we would have moved on. Exactly. You know? like, now it's like I'm the like, problem I have hanging out with you two fuckers is you're just like my other two friends. I can't. I can't hang out with them when they do that. Now I got you guys want to do. So, you know what? Why don't you guys call them? <laughs> call them. That's what they, they want to golf and fish. All Bro, the time. I want to hang out in luxury hotels too. That's what I want to do. I'm all for that. You know what I want to. Maybe you'll yeah. be you'll be that friend for me. Yeah, okay. I wanna, I wanna, I'll go get a I'll go get a, a fucking like guy that doesn't clip his toenails. Like I want to fly to some exotic island and have somebody wait on us and feed me fruit while I fucking <laughs> sit with my my painted toes up and look at the waves crashing on the ocean. That's what I want. And then and then be tapped on my uh, yeah. shoulder, uh, Mr. Schaefer. You're, we're ready for your massage now. Yeah. And then I come over and then I get massaged <laughs> I for a see. little bit and then someone feeds me again and then I go into my hotel room that's air conditioned at 59 <laughs> You're degrees. You've done well in ancient Rome. With Ms. my jacuzzi bathtub that I can climb in and out of because it feels so amazing. Mr. Schaefer your butthole whitening uh, appointment is ready. <laughs> that sounds about as fun as the goddamn trip you're talking about yeah. right there. <laughs> do I want to get my ass bleached or do I want to go camping with these two? I will get my or... ass bleached. Actually, yeah, it's uh, gotta look good. Exhausting. Yeah, don't be a hater. Yeah. I don't. You know, I did. All I said was, let's do something different and cool. And you're like, oh, you guys can go ahead. I'm going to work. No, you didn't. You said, let's do something different and cool. And then you followed it up with fucking hunting and fishing. No, no, no. I said, sound no, cool no, la- last, it's a good thing we recorded this. We'll listen to what we, I said. We will. I would never poo poo the fact of you just saying, oh, God. Uh, I'm, I, just let's do something. You. You. Here goes with the bad words. 
Let's do something <laughs> cool. Let's do something cool. No, no, no. I don't want to do anything cool. I would never say that, yeah. bro. Let's do something cool. But what you are well, describing dude, uh, as cool is not very cool to me. I mean, That's you're, all. You're, that's all. Well, we can we at least do... like shoot guns or you know what I mean? Yes. Like, can we do something like so we have a little more testosterone right you know, up the besides road. getting my my butthole massage? Do what? I mean? <laughs> <laughs> something yeah. else? Justin, you, we yeah. don't talk about that on air. I, yeah. Oh shit! Did I say you took that? that total left turn right you there. We, we're not going. It's called there. sphincter release. Damn it! Yeah. No, I uh, yeah, shooting guns sounds great. Yeah, the oh. one right up the road. I just did that like three weekends ago, so I still go do all those manly things. But that to me is way cooler than sitting. And waiting for a fish to bite my hook <laughs> or going hunting and sitting in a tree yeah. for us. And no disrespect to our guy. I know I have a lot of, we have a lot of fans. I know that hunt and fish, all the respect in the it's world right. for those you're, that you're like to do You're my people. It. It's cool. And I, and I would be cool to, I got, like, I would like to do some like safari. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we're going to go do something crazy like that, we'll go see some lions and tigers and bears. Oh my. But what? Oh yeah. my. On a safari? Yeah. I don't think there's bears in. <laughs> yeah, there's not. Somewhere. That'd be crazy, though. Yeah, that would be. I don't think there's that. tigers. Just, yeah. yeah. In Africa? And there's no. lions. Lions. There yeah. Are, yeah. Uh, tigers are in Asia. They don't have any tigers over there? Not in Africa. No. Really? No. India. Google that, Doug. No, you don't Asia, have to. We, everybody yeah, fucking everybody knows it. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's bigger, a lion or a tiger? A lion. No, a tiger's bigger. Yeah. A tiger's bigger than a lion? Tiger's bigger than a lion. But which one will win in a fight? Lion. Oh, liger. A li- All day. No, a lion. Liger! You yeah. th- a tiger is bigger than a lion? Correct. Correct. Where is this coming from? You just Is it like 800 pounds they can get up to? Something Doug, like we need to get you on the Google here. Sal's just making Six, shit up. 600 not, pounds. 600 all right. L- look it up, Doug, while we have this conversation. First of all, there's no breed of any types of tigers in Africa. That's completely, there's yeah. none. No, tigers in Asia. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Only in Asia? That's very true. Eight, like eight, you know what Asia means? They're not talking about just China. There's, yeah, it's India. Yeah, I mean, India, all those countries. That, yeah. that, that's where the, the tigers continent. are. But tigers are bigger than lions, but lions will probably beat a, a, a tiger in a fight because lions fight all the time. Tigers yeah. don't. Tigers are more solitary, whereas lions are always fighting for their bitches. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like who's going to get the most? What's the weight difference? Lion yeah. pussy. Huh? The weight difference? Yeah, I want to hear. Yeah, but it's like, the, the female lions are the ones that like hunt. Like, they are, the but time. the male lions, male lions come in and regulate. He's just gangster. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's see here. What does it say, Adam? The tigers, being stronger and larger than lions, are a potential threat for survival of lions. Mm. Known to weigh up to eight hundred pounds. Eight hundred pounds. I said it. Uh, African lions. Uh, way up to 550. Wow, wow. they have they have almost wow, that's significantly larger. I know, yeah, I know. You know what we've learned <laughs> today with this lesson? <laughs> Sal watches a lot of National Geographic. Yeah, that's, what we, that's what's, exactly what we. What's learned. the lesson? What what's learned. the lesson of today's episode? And I, and I watch the same shows. Uh, Adam is geographically retarded, <laughs> and Sal <laughs> loves to point out his National Geographic <laughs> fucking knowledge. That's what we learned. Well, today. listen, I which read a makes lot. you one percent cooler than what you were. I read <laughs> before we started lot, this podcast a lot of National Geographic when I was a kid because that was the only place to see boobs. Oh yeah, me too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Where you see the tri- tribal boobs, Ooh, but that was boob. It was the only was place. It was the yeah, only yeah. place to see boobs when you I was a you kid. Little... Yeah. I, you know, something's what? happening. What? I, I hate to. Is, I, that the, is that the boner sound? Yeah. Like, nee, 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 nee. Oh, that's my spidey sense is oh. kicking in. I hate to detour you from uh, your your, uh, your knowledge you're dropping us right now, but I would like to discuss um, the topic that you grazed over the other day, and I can't believe we just kind of. We dropped it in an episode, and then we didn't talk anything mm. about it because personally, oh, I know what you're talking about. I think this is going to be a fucking big deal over the next couple of years, mm. 
And that is the surgery. The bulimia machine. That you brought up that you refer to as the What was the name of it bulimia again? Bulimia surgery. It was uh, something gastric. Aspire. Aspire. Something. It, is. it is Aspire. Yeah. yeah, it's Aspire Gastric something or whatever. No, I don't think it's called gastric. I just know it's Aspire something, another A. Yeah, yeah. so this is a procedure where they essentially put what's called a, a pick line into your stomach. So it's basically like kind of like a catheter. Yeah. It goes one way. Into your stomach, and so you have this tube coming out of your stomach. So you always have it. It's always there. And what you do is you go eat your meal, and then you go to the bathroom afterwards, and you empty out some of the contents of your stomach. So And so you lose weight as a result. It's like basically one step above a colostomy bag. It's, bro, it is, it's literally bulimia. Yeah. There is no, there is no difference. The only difference is... At least when you have when you're bulimic, there's a little work involved, and I hate to and, you know I, I'm not making jokes, although it's kind of funny. Oh you're God. not lazy, yeah. yeah. But this, yeah. Is, this is a lazy way. Of bulimia. The laziest. Come on, do your work and throw up like a normal person. You lazy bitch. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, but at it's, least stick uh, your fingers down your throat. That's so inappropriate, and I love it. It's so bad. Yeah. But it's it's horrible because I can only I can only imagine how much worse people's eating disorders are going to get. Oh, horrendous. With this. Like let's say you go to the. They doc- take out what two thirds of what the stomach contents that are in there. Oh, they only leave you with one third of it gets absorbed. It's so. sad because yeah. you know there's people who are going to read these news reports and be like, "Oh shit, I want that." You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I can eat cake. But think think about it. Like first of all, to qualify for the surgery, you're probably a hundred pounds overweight, so you got a lot of weight to lose, which means you have a serious. Oh, issue you think there's gonna be a qualification for? Yeah, it's it's like gastric bypass. Well, yeah, I, they're marking it. Yeah, just like that, like lap band kind of like they're going for the super obese. I think first. I think insurance will only cover it for those kind of people. But I think uh, you may be able to find you probably can find doctors that'll do sure. it. For, you know yeah. Sure. Yeah. Do you yeah. did you guys ever get this? I had this because I was right. We had a gym across the street from Kaiser. I'll never forget getting people like this. It blew my, blew my mind. Right. Same thing. In order to get the gastric bypass, they had to be like. They had to lose a little bit of weight. Well, no, they had to be like sixty or eighty pounds. They had to be at least sixty or eighty oh, pounds yeah. overweight or something. I don't remember what the number was. Oh, I know what you're gonna say. And I would get people to come hire me, and they actually would tell me that they they're like hire me to set them up afterwards, and they're like, oh well, I, I still need to gain ten more pounds right. before I qualify for this surgery. Correct. Otherwise, the insurance won't cover it. I was like, wow, whoa, dude, this yeah. the mindset of people like that. You mean to tell me you're going to put yourself in a worse predicament so you, just so you could have this fucking terrible surgery? Oh, yeah. That's just, that's bro, that's what will happen. Dude. Bro, people it's, will get like it's that. scary well, because if you're one of those people that needs to lose 100 pounds, you're talking about you, you have serious issues with food. You have a serious addiction to food. Hmm. And if you, you know, have a procedure that doesn't prevent you from eating, at least that gastric bypass does that. It kind of makes you not be able to eat. Right. It's saying, no, don't worry about it. Just... Yeah. Just purge it out of your stomach afterwards. That's it. I can only imagine what people are going to do when they have that uh, that 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 free card or whatever. You know what I mean? That get out of jail card. Like, oh, this is great. I'm just going to go continue doing what I'm doing. If anything, people will probably eat worse th- oh, than they were before. Oh, of course. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, mean, I, I can foresee this thing getting clogged. I can foresee getting potential infections. I uh-huh. can see people really fucking themselves up. Well, remember we brought that up, and the girl. So was it? Was she a nurse? She's a nurse at a hospital. She, so we, yeah, she works in a department that deals. We brought with, this up in the seminar. Yeah, and I I've, so I train a lot of surgeons, and I asked them the same question. I said, you know, there must be a high infection potential for this, and my client said, well, not any more than a normal pick line. In reality, it's connected to the stomach, and the stomach is pretty resilient. You know what I mean? You could get bacteria in the stomach, and it'll 
It'll destroy most yeah, of it. Yeah, you could eat a penny and you're, you would live. Yeah, I don't, you can you? Sure. Yeah, clean that you right you up. Would, you think you would die? If I, you I've done money. that before, actually. I'm sure every kid has ate a penny yeah. at least uh, once. One time I swallowed times. four quarters and uh, pooped out The best part's fishing it out. Yeah. So... But it's uh you know it's I, I can only I can go. only imagine how it's going to no encourage use it. you know I've had clients get gastric bypass gastric bypass is where they remove a majority of the stomach and they leave a small pouch that's probably the size of a thumb um, for the stomach and so when you have that you can't eat much because it's painful and it'll make you throw up or whatever and so people will get gastric bypass I've actually had a few clients lose a hundred pounds eighty pounds with gastric bypass and then years later. With the small pouch, with the most of their stomach removed, actually gain it's, most of it back uh, because they've eaten and stretched out that little pouch. It's like to, so impressive almost that they could do that, bro. It's, it's like defying the laws well, of, of nature. Well, that people if you don't, don't realize real, it's an addiction, it's a fucking yeah, yeah, addiction, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. It's a fucking addiction. Well, and just think, just like we always talk about adaptation, you know, if, if what happens is the body just gets adapted to intaking that much over time. 100 more calories, 100 more calories, 100 more calories. That stomach just keeps stretching, stretching, right. stretching. And before long, you're back to being able to hold in just as many calories as you were when you got to that point. The reality yeah. is if you're one of those people and you're that, you have that big a problem with food, you have to, number one, accept that you have a problem, an addiction. Right. Um, and you cannot treat the symptom. You have to treat the root of the addiction. The symptom of your addiction is obesity. Now, you treat obesity, and I understand there's emergency situations where, oh, fuck, if we don't get this person to lose weight, they're going to die mm -hmm. under their own weight, and it's just at that level. But if you just treat the symptom, you will never, you'll never solve your problem. And you have to be willing to, to, to treat the root cause of this food addiction and that is very difficult. It's not unlike an alcoholic mm -hmm. who, you know, you tell them just stop drinking alcohol. Well, if you don't treat the root cause of that alcoholism, what triggered it, you know, and all these different Why factors. are you eating that much food? Yeah. Why well, are you eating so horribly? Is it uh, depression? Is it uh, trauma? Many times these people were traumatized right. uh, through, you know, uh, abuse or molestation. It becomes or whatever. A, a coping mechanism, something makes them feel good, you know, to, to sort of. Um, when they're in a situation where they don't feel like they're, you know, they're doing well, like this is how they medicate, you know, on some, some level, like it just makes them feel good to like comfort them. Well, what they, a lot of them, what they'll do is they eat alone. They, mm -hmm. You know, you'll see people like this, well, they'll go out with friends and you'll see the food that they order when they're with their friends. And it's very normal. Um, you know, they'll order what most people are ordering around and, uh, you know, kind of puts out the illusion that maybe this person, God, I mean, they don't eat that much food. But mm -hmm. when they leave, it's what they do on their own. Right. On the way home, they stop by the drive-thru and get a shitload of food and they go eat in their room by themselves yeah. because... Like the candy bars under the mattress and all this crazy stuff. They're they're medicating with food uh, some root issue. And if, if you're in that situation, you have to be willing to deal with that root issue. And what does that mean? Think about this. If there's a root issue that's causing you to literally kill yourself... Uh, that's going to take some fucking time. Oh, yeah. You're going to go see a therapist, maybe a psychiatrist. You're going to work with a good personal trainer, a good you know nutrition coach, and give yourself like cut yourself some slack. Give yourself a little empathy. Be a little empathetic to yourself and realize that this you're you might not lose any weight for years, mm -hmm. but this is a process. You're going to have to deal with some deep demons before you can handle this situation. Because if you go and you get a procedure done. Um, you here's here's another interesting thing. People who get gastric bypass have a very high instance of after getting gastric bypass, higher than the average person of uh, uh, addiction, alcoholism, 
or uh, drug addiction or sex addiction. They just or, trade one for the other. Because what you've done is you've taken away their coping mechanism. Yeah. You've taken away their drug. So now you can't eat like you did before because you'll puke. So they turn to other things. Um, depression sometimes gets much, much worse. So here's a person who lost 100 pounds and yet they're more depressed than they were before because you've, they've lost their, their coping mechanism. And this new procedure, I can't even believe, of course I have the FDA approved it, right? Uh, I can't believe that. I, I, of course they do. It puts it's money in their pocket. It's Come on. It's it's uh, to me, it's unbelievable. But I think it's important to understand that obesity, uh, sure, obesity by itself can cause health problems. The reality, obesity is a symptom of poor health. And if we think of it that way, if we think of obesity being a symptom of poor health and not the cause of poor health, then we start to treat ourselves a little bit differently. Because a lot of times people think, oh, if you're overweight. That being overweight makes you unhealthy. The, the reality is you can have two people who are very healthy and have a 30-pound weight difference. You can have, you know, there's a lot, every year there's thousands and thousands of Americans who are lean, who have, uh, you know, diabetes, who get, who get you know, type, you know, adult onset diabetes or type 2 diabetes, or who die from heart, you know, disease, who, who aren't really ever overweight. And then you have people who are relatively overweight, 30, 40 pounds overweight, and they they they're relatively healthy, so I think we need to look at obesity as the and what I mean by healthy is they're relatively in terms of the, you know some of the markers of blood or whatever. But we got to look at like obesity, especially severe obesity, as a symptom of your of something else that's going on. Of course, it's your lifestyle, but what's causing, you know, what's causing that problem and start to look at that and take it from there. When we were at the seminar, one of our uh, one of the people came up to me and she was talking about how how she gained something like fifty pounds after her divorce. And she didn't realize it was completely due to stress. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. But imagine if someone like that just went and just treated the the obesity and not treated the actual cause of the obesity. Mm -hmm. You know, how far do you think they would get? You know? Well, what are, what are some of the things? I'm glad we went in this direction because I feel like, you know, we do spend a lot of times on this podcast talking about performance and getting the maximizing your workouts and, you know, pro, you know timing and protein and kind of a lot of advanced talk uh, for the, and that's probably a majority of listeners, but in reality, uh, if you're not a listener already, or you sure you know somebody who, you know, struggles with obesity, I mean, shit, more than half the country is, 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 is um, struggling with it. So, and it's a very real thing. It's something that uh, we, we have, tra I'm sure you guys both, I know I have trained tons of trainer or clients mm -hmm. that have uh, struggled with this. I remember one time I had uh, a client, and the only way I found that found all this out was she ended up dating a buddy of mine way down the road. So I had this client for like seven years. And, you know, she was always like she carried herself between uh, the lowest I had ever seen her was about 180 pounds. The highest I'd ever seen her was about 240 pounds. So this like 60 pound uh, fluctuation. And she was a thick, solid girl. So at 180 was probably the best I've seen her. She probably would be really ideal, probably about 150 pounds for her size and her frame. Um, and I remember, uh, she never let me like, she would never let me weigh hers cause she never wanted to look at it. When I finally convinced her to weigh, she would stand backwards on the scale. Um, she always wanted me to talk to her about food, but, um, when she would share with me what she was eating, I knew that she was lying to me, but I, you know, I, I mm -hmm. could never call her out on it because if I did, she got defensive and it turned it. So it was this kind of cat and mouse game for many years that I played with her. And I didn't know until later on, like how severe and how bad it was when uh my buddy would tell me he was dating this dating her and he'd say man 
he's all um and he's like i can't call her out he's like you have just there's she gets crazy when i say something to her like we'll go just like, and you mentioned this is what it reminded me of it was she'd go eat they go out to a restaurant they go eat she'd make her healthy choice and she'd eat all good and then she'd take off like she's going to the bathroom or she had to make a phone call and then she would go like to like a, a burger or something really quick and the ha- and she would order junk or candy or something and then she would like shove it down like her face like in, around the corner like shovel it down and then come back Shit. to the dinner table or he would uh he would ask her you know oh, are you been good on your diet you've been eating good oh yeah yeah i'm good good and then he would he would be like cleaning the house and he'd find like a ziploc bag full of like all these different types of candies like stuffed in the couch yeah like stuffed in the couch in a ziploc bag i've hit- seen that same sort of mentality like uh growing up even with some some kids that like i knew that you know, we're trying really hard to be active and be fit and all this stuff, but they just like, they could not kick that sugar addiction. Like they would bring candy bars with them to these camps and, you know, I'd be there and they would stick them under the mattress and hide it and like be really possessive about it. And I lived with two like uh, very obese guys uh, in college and it opened my eyes up to the entire lifestyle. I was, yeah, it was like in, you know, I would fight them on some things, but like, I mean, I would, I, even when I would eat out, uh, we would eat like Wendy's or something. I would usually just, I'd get like a chicken sandwich or I'd get like a salad or something. Sometimes they'd always make fun of me and they'd eat like, <laughs> like, like ridiculous amounts of like cheeseburgers and bacon and, you know, all this shit with like the, uh, they dip their fries in, in the, uh, uh, frosties and all this kind of stuff. But anyway, we, we would go to like, uh, uh, um, like all these buffets and all this kind of stuff. And um, just the inactivity alone uh, when we're all hanging out together, like they just didn't want to do anything. They just wanted to sit around and watch movies and all this kind of stuff. And it really affected me. And I got, I got to a place where I gained quite a bit of weight as well, just being around that. And uh, it, it definitely is, it's the environment that was created. And this is, it, it was a mentality that I didn't share, but you know, I got I got sucked into it. You know, because it it you do like you your body gets to that to that point where it's like, well, this is this is what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to make this work. Well, I think we we're, we need to appreciate truly appreciate the the pain um, and the difficulty and many times the the lack of awareness that people in this situation are in. Um, it's a very painful. It's so painful, in fact. To many of these people that they block it out and are completely unaware of it mm. so they're not even aware of you know what they're medicating for or what it's like they're buried it inside we need to we need to take a step back and really appreciate that and i'll i'll i'll, I'll use myself as an example and adam you could probably even relate like i'm sure i'm pretty sure because i know it was for me but i'm pretty sure there was a point in your life where if someone said skinny to you it was like fuck oh, of course it was like it was uh, it was just a painful word to hear, right? Like, For a long time. Yeah, where someone says, oh, you're skinny, and it was like, now if someone says something to me, I'm so much more confident, it kind of rolls over me. But it was a difficult thing for me to hear when somebody would say something like, oh, you know, why, why don't you eat some more food? You're so skinny, or, you know, you look so thin. It was it to the point where even today, if I get lean and someone uses the word skinny instead of lean, it hits me in a much more visceral visceral way. Mm -hmm. And so you need to consider that, and I know I did things with my health that were not excellent as a result. So think of that, how we were that way, right? 
Now imagine that probably much worse just on the other end of it. Um, and you've got people who you know who are dealing with these with some of these issues. Some of them go in the direction of eating disorders, and uh, in, in terms of like anorexia, bulimia, and some of them just don't even. They, they just they're so unaware. I've had clients because I've trained quite a few people in this situation, and it's always shocking to me at just how um, how deep it goes. I've had clients that just don't they don't look in the mirror. Literally, they literally tell me, "Yeah, I don't look in the mirror." Yeah, no, I've heard that. Like, I don't, I don't ever take my clothes off in front of a mirror because they just they it, they they forget it. They don't watch me. I don't want to step on the scale. Like, I, yeah, I've had I've had people come in like that that they just don't want to know because they just know that they're there. They're trying to make themselves better. They don't want to really sit and 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 objectively look at you know what where they are at, at the gym. They're so defeated already. Yeah, that's it. It's a it's a defeated. Totally a defeated mentality. I, I think there needs to be number one. Uh, I, I I don't necessarily think we need to like create you know all kinds of public programs where we you know treat it like it's uh, um, you know like they're a minority group or anything like that. I, I'm not going in that direction, but I will say this: we should appreciate the uh, the difficulty and intensity of the situation and have some empathy for that situation because yes, it is very simple. Move more. Uh, and eat less. Like, very, very, very simple. Like I know what the formula is. Uh, here's the formula: stop eating shitty food and start moving. But uh, it's not nearly that simple. There is a there is a level there is a there is a, a level of difficulty there that unless you've been there, you you just don't understand. You no, simply it's, don't understand. It's very similar. And if if you've ever had somebody in your family who's been addicted to a drug. If you've ever had or alcohol, if you yeah, ever and you had watch somebody, them kill themselves. Yeah, I mean, I mean, literally addicted like that. Have not just somebody who just drinks a lot or does stuff a, a lot, or you know, somebody who's been addicted to a, a hard drug or alcohol. It's a very similar, very very similar situation, and it is it is very sad because there is there's something psychological and physical that's going on at this, that point. You've been pumping that much sugar into your body. Your body is hardcore addicted to that, and that's the problem. Is just like an addict. If you go the same way too, where you you cut it cold turkey, uh, you know, and you try and do that after you've been binging so long for so, and your body craves it like crazy, and then they go through withdrawals and headaches, and I mean, the same type of stuff is. Well, going I know on. it's tough too because there's you know there's people that grow up like it, like what's modeled to them is this way of eating, and they don't really know anything else. You know, like. Uh, hey obese parents tend to have obese kids it's so like it just happens all the time it's like i mean like it's so impressionable like that like it's just like a relationship you know this is a relationship with food we always talk about this but you know this develops like very early on and like how you you treat it and how you know like what you're feeding into is it all about like these you know like tastes and and sugars and you know sweetness and like all these yummy uh sensations you get out of it like all pleasure driven sort of mechanisms or is it you know more about you know listening to uh, you know what it's doing to you nourishing you making you feel energetic and you know all these other things we try and voice because i feel like people kind of step away from that and then they're so you know driven by sensation well here's the thing there's we got to keep in mind there's regular overweight and then there's what we're talking about which is you know severe severe addiction right to food addiction to food we throw around quite you know we throw that around like it's like it's all over the place and the truth is at one point or another 
most of us have experienced some type of addictive, you know, uh, feelings from food, whether we get the withdrawal from cutting out sugar or, mm. you know, certain types of cravings or whatever. But when I, we're talking about real, real addiction to food, this is a completely yeah, different monster. And psychology. when I started working with some of these people, I didn't, I couldn't appreciate it until I started working with them. And then I realized that this is a completely, this is a completely different animal. This is a whole nother, you know, monster. I'll never forget, like, I went to Disney World years ago, and Disney World, a lot of people are from the South go there, so you see much more, you know, you, you see a lot more obesity because that part of the country has a much higher rate of obesity. And I could not believe the amount of people that were in scooters oh, because yeah. they were too, uh, they were too obese it's to the walk. Same at the Disneyland down in LA. I now. saw a mother who was probably four over four hundred pounds. She was very very big. She was in one of those scooters. Her maybe six year old daughter was sitting on her lap, and her six year old daughter probably weighed a good 80 90 but like it was a big it was a it was, she was another obese kid mm-hmm. and they both were driving in the scooter so she'd sit on mom's lap and they and the little girl held God, that would make me so mad and the little girl had those like super big gulp like one liter cokes you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah and she was just sucking on that while they're driving around on disneyland and you know i I've, i get it okay i get angry too because i'm like hey look what you're doing to your kid but it's not like these people don't care about their kids. This is a serious issue. It's a serious mental issue that we're dealing with. And I don't, like I said, I don't think that they hate their kids. I don't think they don't love their kids. I just think that there's a level of unawareness that we simply do not, we're yeah. not even grasping. Unaware, God, yeah. Unawareness it, it's or It's a ignorance. mentality. Yeah, it's ignorance. It's, it's- what I mean by unawareness is, you know, when, you're, when you have a situation that you're dealing with that's so painful or whatever or difficult, you bury it. You don't deal with it. It's just gone. You don't think about it. Yeah. So in this situation, they're like, food, eat it. Tastes good. Eat it. Yeah. Do that. Eat it. And, you know, Justin touched upon the whole, you know, all these flavors and I want to eat sweet and I want to eat, you know, what salty or whatever. You know, you got to, you ever watch, you ever see someone who's that addicted to food eat? They don't savor it. It's not like they're sitting there enjoying the taste. It is all about get it in as fast as possible yeah. fill this give me this feeling of fullness yeah. which to me tells me it has less to do about the taste hmm. than and more to do about I don't know. this I've feeling heard them talk about food and it's fucking like whoa yeah but you, you know, know when you mean? eat something that really you want to savor and taste that's how you enjoy food yeah but not they, like cook, 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 they cook. still have that dude trust me there's like spots that they'll drive like far just to get yeah, like this huge it's like, just like i keep saying pleasure it's a drug it. thing it's yeah. like an, you ever seen somebody who's on it's just a different on form, one dude. and they they're yeah. they want it like yeah they whoo, take it right away hey, al- alcoholics for sure yeah. you look at people who enjoy wine they sip the wine they enjoy alcoholics pound the shit out of alcohol they want to drink and get smashed yeah. true and that's the whole You're in search yeah. of that no feeling. it definitely is on that level dude yeah. for sure yeah i think um i don't I, I mean that's this is a situation that is encouraged by um the super abundance of easy food and then and now it's become a generational thing so mm-hmm. people you know eat this way they learn from their parents to eat this way and it becomes comfort food i mean think about comfort food you know think about think of foods that you enjoy eating but they don't really taste good, but you just like them because they associate with something mm-hmm. in your childhood. Yeah. You know, like uh, yeah, I can think of a few foods that I'll eat and, uh, you know, if I ate a Twinkie, like I never got Twinkies, right? But r- rarely would my mom buy one for me 
and give it to me when I was a kid. And I must have had Twinkies maybe 10 times in my entire life. But I associated them with my mom, giving them to me was a special thing, and they taste so good. They taste like shit, but I enjoy them now. I think about it now, and it gives me this warm feeling of, you know, when mom would once in a great, great while let me have one of these things, you know? Well, and that point, God, that's what you see parents like this, what they do with their kids is... They start treating like, oh, you did so good. Let's go to McDonald's. Oh, good job, son. Oh, let's go hear some ice cream or make sure you go do that. And And then I'll give you ice cream. Everything is rewarded. Yes. Dude, this is how, and I I remember like venting about this to you guys because um, I actually like chose to take my son out of this soccer league into another soccer league this year because after every game, they had a free um, ice cream and a free popsicle. And, And it's just like these kids were just like mobbing this thing like maniacs, you know, and it's like right before dinner too. So it was like somewhere around five, six o'clock when they're done, you know, and, and then you got to be the dick. And then and just, say- yeah. And then now, now we're in a spot where it's like, you can't have it, you know, and I'm like, you can you know, like, like every now and then I let them have it, but they just would just be crazy. Yeah. Well, the, the thing too, with, with terms of kids is this is serving sizes. Like you'll see, like well, you brought oh. that about a banana before. I've actually never even thought of that yeah. before. Well, dude, my like my daughter will be like, "Hey, can I have a cookie?" And I'll give her a piece of a cookie. And I've had parents. I've been at birthday parties, right? And like the average cookie nowadays is not what the average cookie. It's not a Chips Ahoy cookie. No, the like average cookie now is like a two hundred eighty to three hundred forty. Uh, the average cookie, cookie is is like the size of my. Huge. It's like the size of the palm of my hand, right? Yeah. Triple stuffed. Now Oreos. that's a big cookie for me. And I always think to myself, like I weigh two hundred pounds. My daughter weighs, you know, what, 40 pounds or 30 pounds or whatever. Uh, she probably needs a tiny fraction of this. I'm, I, and, so, and I've done this before. I was at party, and I gave my daughter a piece or my son a piece of a cookie. And the parents are like, oh, come on, Sal. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, this cookie is the size of my hand, but it's literally the size of her face. Would you eat a cookie the size of your face as an adult? <laughs> yeah. Think about it. Like, yeah. Imagine an adult. Imagine that. Imagine an adult awesome. grabbing a cookie the size of your face and just <laughs> mowing on this fucking cookie. I've done it. Once you put it in that, you know, when I, once I painted that picture a little bit, then their faces were like, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. You know, we'll go to Pinkberry or whatever where they have the frozen yogurt, and I'll get them the micro cup, and I'll tell the lady, fill it halfway. That's still a big fucking serving uh, for a little kid. Yeah. You know have, what I'm saying? Have you ever heard of a pazuki? Of course I have. Uh, Pazuki. Yeah. Pazuki, dude. Mm. It's a it's yeah. a sex act. It's like with a it's like a pan of this like oh, fresh baked cookie. Okay, yes, 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 yes. Ice cream. Oh dude. Yeah, they had those in Chicago. See, Chicago, great city. Love that city. Oh my god, that food off the charts. Yeah. Like mm. it you're set up for obesity. <laughs> you're 100%. set up for obesity. Yeah. Is it higher over there? It's probably high. It's got to be higher in California. It was pretty, yeah, it was We're pretty, probably it was one of the better bad. states, huh? Cali- but they're at least a little more active in for the Midwest, though. Arizona. The most active sort of spot in the Colorado, Midwest. I think, ranks the best. But California depends on the area. Uh, if you go to, like, Silicon Valley, apparently. San Jose is supposedly... Doug, can you Google that? What's the, the fittest state? I think Arizona is. No, it's not Colorado. Let's find out. Yeah, yeah Colorado's got a lot of... I know you like to be activity. right, so let's make you right. I am a fucking guy. <laughs> Do you, you see him get all lit up? Because yeah. I debated. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, here we go. Here Adam, we go. Adam's getting, another tiger. He's Adam's getting, out. Yeah. Adam's getting, <laughs> you need a win, Adam. Duh, dude, they're yeah. not in Asia, bro. <laughs> Adam, you need a win. Come on, man. You need a win. Let's hope. I hope you're right. Yo, with this one. No, you don't. Secretly, <laughs> you, secretly, you always want to be right. Yeah. Don't even start of with me. Of course. I'm just yeah. used to yeah. it. That's all. You know this. This <laughs> is. The, <laughs> I just keep waiting for I it. I sound like a dick. Just keep waiting for it. 
This is the thing that, but this is what scares me about a procedure like this that's coming is it preys on people like this. Right. That's, so here we are trying to give this message where we're trying to help people with relationship food and we're trying to yeah. move in the right direction uh, with health and fit, fitness and wellness. And then you get somebody like like this company that comes in and it gets FDA approval. And, you know, it's very frustrating for us. Fucking A, it's frustrating. It, yeah, it's man. just going to upend everything. It makes it's like, me angry. Yeah. I mean, it's such a it's such a bad mentality to to promote and reinforce. Like, why? Like, that's exactly what it's doing. It's 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 not addressing the problem. It's 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 trying to uh, medicate it otherwise. You know, and this is like it has all kinds of ties between, um, you know, what, what we're dealing with with big pharma and everything else. Like trying to treat all these quote unquote ailments. You know, like oh, I you know my, I have these aches and pains for this, and then we're, they're not actually you know mobilizing their joints properly. They're not moving properly. They're not exercising, you know, but they're just going to take pills to to make themselves feel better because of this pain that came out of nowhere, even though, you know, but that's that's the frustration that I, I, I get when, when I see all these like things come around. Well, you know, Western medicine does a good job of treating symptoms and not a very good job of treating yeah, the root. Know, the root cause, uh, which is why they do such a bad job with chronic, you know, chronic ailments. Yeah. But I, I mean... Oh, Colorado was five. Oh, what was number one? Vermont. Vermont. That list is wrong, dude. Vermont. It's, a, it's, a, they, it's probably the only chart Vermont, that they've ever been in. Hawaii. Hawaii was number two. That number three sense. was Montana. What list is this? From what site? Alaska. I don't think Montana gets the internet. That's wrong. So that doesn't count. Why is it Colorado's five, bro? Is this the fittest or the leanest or the healthiest? The fittest because I because the go, the government did this study and they no, li they listed no, no, Colorado. You're wrong, bro. You're wrong. <laughs> hey, listen. You're wrong. Just Where was Arizona on the list? Is Arizona? It on the wasn't list? above Colorado. So I can't claim oh. I was right, but you were wrong. You know what? <laughs> you went into that hey, one too more, too high. Way too common. Way you know too common. See how fast he was. Yeah. Colorado. It's Colorado. Right. For sure, it's Colorado. Right. I still beat you guys at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. If you like mind this pump. Guy. Leave us a five star rating and review on iTunes. It was horse. It wasn't basketball. And uh, check check us out on Instagram at Mind Pump Radio. You can find me at Mind Pump Sal. You can find Adam at Mind Pump Adam. Justin at Mind Pump Justin. And please go to mindpumpmedia.com. Check out the testimonials for our awesome program. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump.